Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, it certainly is powered by Media Stable and it's also powered by the Expert Registry. It is. Oh, so it's not a time to sing yet. <laughs> okay. It's getting close to the end of the week and uh, I know. we do feel like singing. Yeah. Um, how's your guts? Well, interesting. <laughs> God, what kind of question is that? How's your guts? Well, yeah, I mean, I have a family of, of people with interesting guts, so, um, but mine's quite good at the moment. Thanks for asking, Nick Case. How's One, yours? Yeah, yeah, too much of it, to be honest. <laughs> I'm trying to lose a little bit of it. But uh, we've got an interesting podcast here today. It's one that we haven't never done before. Yeah. We've actually had a some correspondence. We've had an email that has been presented through. <laughs> And I'm going to read a little bit of it. Can I read a little bit of it? Sure thing. Before we get started. Didn't so, know you are going to do this. Dear Nick, yes, no, you don't know much what I'm going to do. <laughs> dear Nick, my name is Jace, Josephine Muir, uh, CEO and co-founder of a Perth-based startup called Noisy Guts. I listen to your podcast. There you go. She had me there. She had me there <laughs> had listen me at to hello. your podcast. <laughs> Josephine Muir, welcome to the Experts Podcast. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Wonderful. Look, one of the best pictures I've ever had. One of the best pictures I've ever seen. And I can tell you, I've seen a lot of pictures, Josephine. Well, I'm so excited that uh, my cold emailing is uh, effective. But my question to you, Nick, Ooh. what was it about the email that stood out to you and made you curious? Well, first and foremost, you got my name right. You spelt my name right. And I see. Excellent. Good. It's the small you, things. You would not believe how many people get my name wrong. Yeah. I, I am an NIC, not an NICK. You then tap straight into by saying, I listen to your podcast. And it's the number one thing that I think that most people... Now, for people that are listening here today, I, this is a really good example of I've had a pitch. Yeah, true A story. good yarn and a story. That's very true. That's where we're going here. We're going to find out about Noisy Guts, Josephine. Believe me. But I do love this because you, you, you even framed it like that. If you'd like to get a listener on that's actually used and worked with your podcast and learned something, I'm the person to have a chat to. <laughs> Excellent. So you got me in all areas, Josephine. In fact, I did call you earlier during the week. You didn't pick up your phone, but uh, I was that keen to get you on. I made sure I contacted you again. <laughs> Fantastic. So well, there's I'm a lesson for everyone. Again. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> you do it. Should. No, I, I think what it is interesting for everyone that's listening is that we all want to, and, and particularly from an expert space, is to be uh, someone that the media uses. And that might be radio, television, print, online, and even in podcast sakes. Um, but you've really got to get the person at the other end interested in what you're delivering, in what you're presenting. And you got me straight away. So well done to you. Perfect. Josephine, tell us a little bit about Noisy Guts. Excellent. Uh, so Noisy Guts is a gut health company. We're a research spin-out from UWA um, and we're really interested in chronic gut health issues, IBS, IBD, Crohn's, colitis, celiac, uh, because so many people are walking around with a dodgy gut. Yep. So just recently we've uh, moved into the e-commerce space, which is a long way from med tech development. You know, developing a new diagnostic test takes anywhere between two and ten years. 
clinical trials, getting through the TGA, getting through the FDA. Uh, and while that's very exciting because you can have a global impact um, by having a, a new non-invasive diagnostic test, uh, but it's a long-term it's a long haul and it's a really long journey. What I love about e-commerce is you get this product market fit and yep. people either love your product, they'll buy it again, or they tell you right up, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not spending money on this. So I love that instant feedback. It's a, real, it's a new world for us, but I just love that feedback. Now, the purpose of getting you on is to have a chat because what you've actually learnt listening to the Experts podcast, see, Lana and I just think this is us just gabbling on (laughs) each week. Hey, speak for yourself. Well, possibly more. (laughs) But when we do bring on an expert, whether it be media or someone's journey to to getting media, it's all about learning and how we can do things better. And I think um, the way that you have positioned this, and uh, you said in your email, I can use practical examples of how I've taken tips from your podcast and implemented them in my business and how you went on to get some media. I'll, I'll go into some of the people that you sort of raised. You mentioned Jesse Weatherly. You mentioned Nadia Mitsopoulos. You mentioned Saskia Locious. Uh, you've got little bits and dribs and jabs. But what happened? Because leading up to the AFL Grand Final, you used a little bit of the content that you've learned Tell us a little bit about your media experience. So I was finding, much to my great disappointment, that no one was responding to my, you know, my media releases. I was trying to pitch to the media and I was getting absolutely nowhere. And it was really frustrating because you put time and effort into these things. Absolutely. uh, And there was just no return. So I was clearly doing something wrong. And people don't, on the whole, tell you what you're doing wrong. True. And so that's really tough as well. And I can't afford the experts that come on your podcast. You know, we're a startup. Mm. Not only am I CEO, CFO, CMO, CSO, you know, this is me. A lot of C's there. There's a lot of C's (laughs) uh, and not a lot of expertise. Um, So what I tend to do is listen to podcasts. I can't, perhaps can't hire one of your experts, but I can still learn from them. Mm. So here I am, I'm, I'm pitching and I'm getting nowhere. And then finally, um, Jenny Seaton actually re- responded to one of my emails and said, oh, God, not another health story. You know, <laughs> tell me anything else, <laughs> anything else. And obviously I'd got her in, um, this was in September. I got her in September and obviously a very bad COVID week. And she just, you know, health, another health story, just kill me now. Yeah. But she was the only person that responded. And I thought, okay, they don't want to talk about me, me, me. What a surprise that was. Yeah, Actually, yeah. they wanted to talk about what was relevant to their audience. So that kind of, so as a result of this, I listened to the Nadia Mitsopoulos and she must be having a really horrible oh, week. Yeah. So condolences for losing her co-pilot. Um But I listened to her podcast around human connection Mm. and, you know, tell me, pitch me a story that's relevant to my audience and what my audience want to listen to. And they want, you know, she was talking about this human connection, uh, make it relevant so people can reflect and think about whatever that issue is in their lives. And I'm thinking about gut health. Sure, everyone has a gut, but no one wants to talk about constipation or diarrhea or bloating. Um, 
so I was having to think really creatively. Now, what are people talking about in September? The only thing people were talking about in September was football. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I used that as inspiration and thought, okay, gut health football, gut health football. It was a long string. But I wonder what people are going to eat at the grand final. Yeah. So a whole day of research going into, do you know we ate something like 12,000 Mrs. Max pies? I can imagine. Yeah, that's what people eat at the footy, a pie. And 25,000 buckets of hot chips. Now, if wow. I was there, I would have had three of them. I could have accounted for three. I love one at quarter time. Oh, I don't mind I love a one pie. At three quarter I time. couldn't commit to three. <laughs> they are good pies, Mrs. Max pies. Maybe a sponsor one day, but yes, keep going, Josephine. <laughs> so, um, which is great, but not so great for people who have chronic gut issues. Sure. So I did an analysis of what the food offerings were for people who are gluten-free, halal, yep. people who are following low FODMAP diet, vegans, vegos, um, contacted um, the Perth Stadium to get all of the food options and then presented that. So that was my pitch to the media. Do you, you know, guess what people are going to be eating on Saturday? Yeah. And if you have gut health issues, here are the options. Love Here's where it. you can find it. Well and played. that's what re- resulted in a great conversation on ABC Radio. Um, but not all successes. So the yep. failure for me in that is by the time I came up with that idea, it was really too late for print. Yep. Um, you know, it suited radio. But one of the other, um, I, you know, lessons from listening to the podcast was just that idea of repackaging. Um, so it's not just about the one-off event. I'd spent a whole day doing that research. So how was I going to repackage, leverage um, and keep that story going? So so the radio interview was great, but it was the social media that we put out confirming that, announcing we're doing this, yep. then you do it and then you tell people you've done it and then it goes out. So important. Yeah. Love it. That's you, a bloody great story. At the Experts Podcast, it works. Oh, it works. It's doing its thing. <laughs> Your face right now. Oh, <laughs> Confused, no. delighted. No, look, it was only a couple of weeks ago we just did the review of, yep. of what we've done um, and the way what we think is the gold nuggets and the things that we took away is always going to be different to someone who's an expert or, or an emerging expert yeah, coming true. through. Who, as to your point, Josephine, doesn't necessarily have the budget, doesn't necessarily have the expertise around them, doesn't have a big pool of, you know, cash sitting there to just to be able to, you know, throw throw at it to, to make this thing fly. But when you do surround yourself with good people, with experts, with people that can help you do it right, then you can enable and do it yourself. Mm. I'm not saying it's the easiest thing to do still because, as you say, it's it's a lot of work and a lot of effort and sometimes the reward's not always there. But if you get it right, it's that one. It's just that first domino that needs to fall over. So true. And once you get there the other dominoes start to fall. Can I go right back to the start of your story? You mentioned sending out press releases and you weren't getting a response. And love uh, Jenny Seaton. She's a friend of the show. I and saw her a, last a night. A friend of Media's Table. She's gorgeous. Um, had you had any training on how to put out – you're obviously heading up a – you know, obviously you're at the research centre as well as this uh, company. Had you had any information about putting together a press release? Yes and no. So way back in the day, I was the uh, chief of staff for a federal senator. Oh wow! Um, so, uh, and the press gallery was this thing, but it, but 
you know, you just walked upstairs and there was a captive audience. Mm. So yep. pitching to political media was very different. Sure. Um, and so it was – I was fascinated by – but what was newsworthy – in a political situation is very different from here. I have a product <laughs> yep. called Superflora. There are 20 other, well, not 20, there are probably 20,000 other products just like mine. Yep. Um, so it's very different trying to um, use media and not just paid media but non-paid media for a product than it was for a poly. Totally. And we were having the discussion off air that, you know, obviously your your product is backed by a heap of research and a heap of science, but there are other brands out there that are, you know, probably have less backing behind them, but they have that, you know, brand awareness and they, you know, it might be more money behind Got them. Lots or, of cash. Yeah, whatever it is. And, you know, you're obviously needing to compete with that, which I'd imagine is a is a totally different challenge again. Absolutely. And and it's been one of our toughest, I think. How do you, um, you know, how do you differentiate yourself? But I think that's one of the one of the lessons that came through. So Elga um, Welch, when he was talking about steam, now this is not something that we could afford. But one of the nuggets from that podcast is he was talking about. Um, the highest form of flattery being imitation. So you look to your competitors, like the Nestle's or the Blackmores, those who have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. um, per month in their marketing budget. Millions, 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 not hundreds okay. of thousands, millions. <laughs> but you look to their ad copy because it's been tested. You look to their subject headers in their email because they've been beta tested. You look for the types of photographs they're using on their website in their ad in their ads because they've been focus grouped. Mm. What can you learn from them, yep. the giants in your field, and think, right, if they're doing it that way, maybe there's something in there for us. Fascinating. Something in it for us, but also, too, something that we can also differentiate ourselves from and yeah. why we're a little different. Yep. I think it's a good guide, definitely, because it, it, it's it's like music. There's, there's not a real lot of original music out there. Music's sort of all been done, hasn't it? And it sort of just gets changed a little bit. Well, especially the music you listen to. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> but, you know, if, it, if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. Yeah. But the other angle side of it is, is how can I make what they've done and, you know, invested into and how can I piggyback off that? Mm. And we talk a lot about that in media too is, you know, the opportunity to piggyback off you know, other stories that are in the media or other um, key dates and times that are going on. Um, you mentioned Ryan, Ryan Rampling and uh, this was off air and I, and I love the fact that it was the Ryan Rampling uh, podcast that we did that got your attention for the whole experts podcast um tell us a little bit of what you heard from ryan because the reason you actually listened to the experts podcast it wasn't to learn to be a better communicator it was what are you up to these days ryan <laughs> it was so ryan and i used to sit on the donomate board it's a not-for-profit charity that raises awareness around organ donation um ryan actually founded that with two of his mates so when i saw that he um was you know he'd done a LinkedIn post I think about being on the podcast I was kind of curious about why he'd gone from radio and then he'd taken a break into industry and then gone back on into TV with Flashpoint uh, and I was kind of curious around hmm, why'd you do that and you know what are you up to and what does that look like for you so that's uh, so it was kind of just a professional curiosity as to why I um, you know started listening and the reason I, I raise that. it the reason I raise it is that the power of those that you are interviewing and just the, the curiosity, uh, natural curiosity in human beings to find out what <laughs> is going on and what's being said. 
it's very, very powerful because it can be shared and shared not just with the people that is in our current network, but is in their network as well. Yeah. So it's a great lesson there for everyone. You know, the reason we do this, the reason we are involved in media as experts and commentators, yes, we want their audience to hear it, but we also want, more importantly, our audience to hear it as well. Yeah. That we are the go-to of the the experts that media use. But from a from an expert's podcast perspective, the reason I see that as a massive win and, and a, a win to have you listening now, not just to Ryan's, but listening to a catalogue of the of the experts podcast, is that it got your interest. And then you know what? You don't know what you don't know. Mm. And all of a sudden, you've started to go through and started to learn. And I, I love hearing that. I really do. And I, I think that's a a great message for everyone. That media is sometimes when you're talking to an audience that may not be right for you, you just don't know where they're going to branch it out to, or so true, or you who you could touch or tap into. That's that's what I love about this, Josephine. <laughs> I, think, I think the opportunity there is for me that I do spend a lot of time uh, passively, where I'm packing uh, customer orders or I'm on the road in the car. So it's that opportunity to learn while I'm doing something passive. Uh, and the opportunity to learn from experts because I don't have those uh, expertise. But I think it, it is that curiosity once you, you know, from listening to the Ryan Rampling podcast and he had the tip at the end about listening to your podcasts, you know, on fast forward. Yes. Um, he's, he's mad so at that, once Ryan. you learn one thing, it, <laughs> then you pick up, a, a, you know, a nugget of gold and then think, oh, what else could I learn? And that's why, you know, I tuned in the next week. So I think it's once you learn something and there's an opportunity there, you think, oh, what else can I pick up? But you get to like them as well. Yeah. And you get to like the style. You, if you're getting some information, and I, I think podcasting, and we've seen the stats and we've seen the figures, uh, they're growing at an enormous rate. And they have been over the last decade. You know, this is nothing new podcasting, but I yeah. think that technology is just catching up. You know, cars now, you know, it's very easy to put on your favourite podcast as it is to put on your, your favourite radio station. And when you really want to find out something about a particular topic or a subject and it's, you know, you put, press that button to play it, you know, you have gone out of your way to, yeah. to get that information. And there's great respect for that. And partly why, you know, bringing you on to the podcast was 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 important because the listener is, is just, we're fascinated by the, the people that are listening to this as much as I'm fascinated putting this together because you just don't know who's going to benefit from it and, yeah. who, and what you can do. And the best type of podcasts for me are ones that I pause. So when either... Uh, the host specifically prompts me to think about how are you going to apply this in your business. That's the that's the gem for me. So if I listen to something the whole way through and then just go on to the next one, that really hasn't delivered much value. That's just kind of been noise. But where I've been prompted or someone says something and I think, oh, I just have to stop for a minute and think about that, you know, oh, there could be something in there. Mm. That's that's a podcast. That's awesome. I back. wonder if you're a typical. I love that you're doing that, and yeah, it's the active listening that you're doing. But I, I hazard a guess you're probably an unusual listener in that aspect, or maybe you just it is because of the podcasts that you seek out. You're seeking them out specifically for educational purposes. And sometimes I think it can be hearing hearing the right message at the right time. Mm. So something you said, Lana, um, was around people trusting people, not brands. Yeah. And I think you meant it as kind of a, a, a bit of an ad hoc throwaway comment. Um, however, when I heard that, it's nine o'clock on a Sunday morning, I've had this massive customer failure and I find myself driving to Beaconsfield to deliver, 
you know, hand deliver an order to a customer that are fundamentally stuffed up. And, you know, I'm questioning like, you know, the sustainability of my business and how am I going to scale this and what am I doing on a Sunday morning at nine o'clock driving to, you know, south of the river to hand deliver stuff. But actually that's what I needed to hear at that time, that no one will buy off me unless they know me. Yeah. No one will trust me with their money if they don't trust me as a person. Yeah. And when you work for someone like a Nobel laureate who is the god, who's won the Nobel Prize, who's, you know, who knows so much about the gut and I'm hiding behind his coattails going, oh, maybe I'll just step out. Oh, no, too scary. I'll just go back in the box. <laughs> um, I think that's what I needed to hear on that day. Oh, that's great to hear. People trust people. I also meant it as um, like we sometimes talk about influencer marketing and you know the power of a review like a Facebook review or anything like that and and you know obviously media is something that gets the person behind the brand out there but um, yeah I think so much now consumers are looking for the face they're looking for the person and they want to understand what makes that person tick why they're selling the product what their story is you know all of that stuff so so I'm, I'm very happy to hear that it was helpful. <laughs> well, look at you listening to us on a Sunday morning. I, I'm sure. I know. <laughs> I can assure you, I wasn't listening on a Sunday morning. I can guarantee you that. Hey, um, let's have a stop and think moment. Then let's just okay. get you to stop and think because what I would like to do with you, Josephine, is that um, I really like your business. I really like what you're Me trying too. to do. Now, if I know anything around media, and I know a little bit, but the uh, the Michael Mosleys out there, the, the people that are they're like rock. They look like rock gods um, in front of media because they just deliver content and they make us think and think a different way that others haven't. And to start thinking about the gut, I think the gut, I think everything starts with the gut. Even I'm thinking about that these days because, you know, you look at all the the different health issues that are going on, um, it comes back particularly to one back to one place. And uh, I think you're in an industry and in, in a spot and in a, in a, in a, in a in a well, in a business that is going to go places, but I'm going to suggest something here for you because there's something there that I think you could be doing a lot more of, uh, and be putting yourself out there more. Is it a little bit more forward planning around that thing? Because that AFL Grand Final is going to be just as good about what's going on at Christmas, mm. what's going to be going on around Easter, all of the key dates around. You know what's in our foods. What are you really consuming? What are the real health issues that are happening around? You know, the poor celiacs out there, they can't eat bread, Lana. They can eat gluten-free bread. Oh, can they? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank God. H- hello to all my cousins and aunties out there <laughs> that are celiacs. Oh, yeah, but, it so, runs in my family. But gluten-free bread, that's not real bread. It's that's much sawdust. better than it used to be. But that's another thing too because there's a lot of gluten-free food that isn't necessarily super healthy. It's it's really processed and the education around it is so important. So what I want you to do, Josephine, is mm-hmm. let, let's just start setting up a, a, a content calendar around how we can actually, you can identify the key dates so that you can advance and get your message out at least a week earlier. You need to be delivering your content out a week earlier so that they can see that you're a person that they need to. It's either Josephine Muir or Michael Mosley, and I think you're going to be a little bit easier to get hold of than Michael Mosley these days. (laughs) So one of my questions then is um, we've got Black Friday sales coming up. Yep. So I was... I was initially quite dismissive of Black Friday because of the connotations, particularly in Victoria, to... Oh, true, um, the bushfires. To the bushfires. Yes. So initially I was thinking, oh, this maybe this has got 
undertones that are that are not that are too American, perhaps not suited to Australia. I hear you. Hello, yeah. we've got Halloween coming yeah. up on Sunday. Okay. Jeepers. <laughs> but um, but I have been um, trying to get into the spirit of the Black Friday sales. Um, but how do you think? A bit like the how do you get a you know AFL and gut health linked? How do you think you link a gut health company to Halloween or to Black Friday sales or to Click Frenzy? You go first, Nick Hayes. Oh, look, I think it's just those moments uh, is when the people do get into a frenzy and they want to spend money. Um, the bigger one is in China, um, and, I've, and I'm not sure which one they, they do, but they, they are just throwing so much money. It's got to be easy to click onto, easy to purchase, easy to buy, and you just you just be a part of that. I think that if you can comment how your brand and how your product can get into those sales or why they should be in those sales is is something that'll be of interest because even just the the retail experts, those that are dealing with the phenomenon that it is, and I agree. I mean, Halloween, I don't get it, but it's it's what kids love, um, and Australian <laughs> kids love it. It's, yeah, it's it's growing. It's here to stay. Sure. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, but all of those kind of big days, you know, these are like hallmark card days it's like you know they've got a day for everything and they've got a, something to sell for everything but they are at a moment at a time when when people want to buy why are they buying your product health you know this is a health reason to do it I, I i see it for from a perspective of the big retail days i don't like i, t- I sort of don't like big icon days i like to mm. have 365 <coughs> days of the year that we should be selling yeah i tend to agree like maybe you could do something around you know this is how much australians spend on black friday you know imagine if they spent you know, a fraction of this on their gut health. You know, it's one of those areas that we do, I think you tend to neglect it until you really have to. Or, or one, um, one day one day sale doesn't account for 365 days of gut health. You know, you can't buy everything in one day that you should be looking at People for want year. to though, don't they? They do. They it's want the silver bullet. Because that's what it is. <laughs> it's the frenzy that it is and it gets yeah. people whipped up because they go – why am I not involved in this? You know, half the time I'm, I'm find myself down at the TAB is because I've just got to bet on the Melbourne Cup or bet on something. <laughs> you know, why do we bet on the Melbourne Cup? Because we just want to be a part of it. That's human nature. We just want to be in it. So it's not really helping you much. I reckon. Joseph, I reckon also, you know, just because there is something like a Black Friday or a Click Frenzy or, yeah, there was something a couple of months ago, I feel, there was one of those big shopping days Anyway, I I think it was maybe Afterpay or something like that. And some of them are going to be really relevant to your business, but maybe if they're not relevant, just give them a steer because that's something we also do at Media Stable. Yep. We actually supply uh, the media and our experts with um, a calendar of days. You know, there's a day for everything. Mm-hmm. Is there a World Gut Health Day? Of course. Yeah. There so, is. And, and, you know, World Teachers Day. You know, and it's, it's, Today. It is today. And, and you know, this, has been, this won't go out for another two weeks, so we're, we're we're recording a little <laughs> early, but you know this is the typical kind of stuff. Is that there are a day for everything, but your challenge, I think, is more to piggyback off other people's days. So have a world gut health day, but also to you know um, uh, weight weight loss. Sorry, not weight loss. I shouldn't say weight loss. Um, I should say you know weight lo- management. Weight management. Yeah. All the kind of things and areas that you can do. How much does it help in you know keep getting down um, uh, good health, good heart, all this, all that sort of thing? You can involve it in. So. I don't think there's much you can't involve this because it's uh, it all sort of comes back to the gut. 
Excellent. Okay, on board. I want to do more forward planning. More forward planning. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's only because I, I like your, your MCG story, but you said that, you know, you got it up for radio, but a bit late for print. You know yep. what? Print should be driving that story first and then radio. Yep. And that's another, there's another tip here for you too, is that um, the order of the media that you're putting it out to is really, really important. At the moment, you're just hoping that someone will take it. But in reality, you, what you should be trying to do is go, well, print, radio, TV, or alternatively, TV as, as the end goal. Because, uh, if, and also too, depending on the TV that you go for, other TV stations won't take it. But build a relationship with the producers or the journalists and say, look, I've got a story. It's a week out from now. Um, you, you know, this is what I've got. This is the asset I can bring to you. And I think uh, particularly with um, a story that doesn't have television ability about it, go print first, then radio. Because once it's in the paper, the actual producers of all the radio stations are actually scouring through the paper looking for stories and, and ideas for the day. And that will actually bring them back to you. So if you're listening to 6PR, ABC, 2GB, 3AW, wherever you are around the country, uh, most of the stories that you're going to hear on Breakfast Radio are driven from the newspaper. So the people that say the newspapers are dead, <laughs> you're kidding yourself. <laughs> you know, that's where the producers are sourcing their material because the journalism in there is good and they know that they've gone through the certain protocols to make this story relevant for a larger audience. And if they can develop it further on radio, they will. Yeah, here's the other trick, is that other radio stations listen to other radio stations. So all of a sudden, particularly in the competing space, they go, oh, did we cover that story? No, it didn't get onto it. Maybe we need to get on it next time. Or um, if they're in different states, and particularly, I'll, I'll let this one out, 3AW, oh, a lot of the radio stations are listening to 3AW, particularly in the breakfast program, yeah, because then they become stories all around the country. So there's lots of little things there. But I know what you're going through at the moment, Josephine. You're actually going through that whole period of, look, media, will you just please even communicate and connect with me? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please, get me there. But then, you know, you're going to get to a point where your story, and if the story's right and it fits within the, the media cycle, then you're actually going to get traction and you'll get multiple traction moving forward. And then you know you're winning when they're ringing you and you're not ringing them because that's when you've built yourself as a profile, as an expert, as a commentator, and it's going to work for you. I'm still waiting for that, Nick, but as soon as the phone rings, I'll let you it know. Won't well, it I won't take long. I rang you. I rang you, Josephine. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. You're doing something right. Doing something right. <laughs> hey, um, if people do want to get in contact with you and find out more about your product, so what is it? Tell me a little bit about the product, Superflora. Superflora. So this was actually uh, designed to solve my problem. So um, I've been. Hang on, hang on. Hold your horses. This mm. is a. This is something that solved your problem. Mm. There you go. This is what we call the backstory. <laughs> backstory. <laughs> all right. Nick Hayes loves a backstory. Oh, love it's all about the backstory. <laughs> well. Well, the I'll gut story. The gut story. Oh. Oh. Damn okay, let's leave it there. <laughs> So I follow a diet that's low on FODMAPs, yep. which FODMAPs is this horrible acronym, really horrible word. It stands for fermentable oligosaccharides mono... But I can't even get through the whole thing because you'll be asleep by the end of it. But they're basically these short-chain carbohydrates that in people with IBS, um, they irritate, inflame and attract water into the lower bowel so you get a lot of distension and bloating. Oh. So for about 70% of people with IBS, if you cut out um, FODMAPs and work out which of the FODMAPs you individually react to, then you can manage your symptoms and feel a lot better. So, But the problem 
is that because FODMAPs are in a lot of naturally occurring food, if I'm out for the day, if I'm on the road at a conference, I start getting hungry and I then start getting hangry because there's nothing for me to eat. Mm. So I wanted something in my bag that I can just pull out, mix with water, yep, good to go. So that's really how we created Superflora. I then got my hubby on it. He, had, he was he was taking kind of a, a cheaper meal replacement shake from the supermarket. He buys anything that's on special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he has it and then has to have Metamucil on top of that because he was getting constipated and, and you know, getting cramping. And He's going to so, love hearing this on the radio. Oh, yeah, isn't <laughs> on the potty. So, uh, so I got him onto it and then realised, actually, there's a broader market for this. Yeah. Really, that was the genesis of the product. Yep. I can't wait to try it. I think it's going to help my my tummy too. Yeah, well, how exciting! This is not a sponsored episode, by <laughs> the way. This is not. But I, I, I tell you what, it is a unique podcast. It is a that, unique podcast for the for the pitch. Josephine, hats off uh, for the product. Outstanding, well done, and great stories. I think there's a lot more to be told. Absolutely, um, your backstory is is just as important. But just those little things that you can get in line. And well done for using the Experts Podcast as a means to, to getting yourself in media. I'm, I'm just, I'm over the moon that it, that has happened, but I'm looking forward to watching and seeing more of you in the media. If people do want to get in contact with you, how do they do it? Noisyguts.com. Noisyguts. Noisy awesome. Guts. And you're on Instagram too, aren't we're you? On I'm Insta, following. We're yep. on Facebook. Yep. Awesome. Beautiful. Dr. Josephine Muir, welcome. Thank you for joining us on the Experts <laughs> Podcast. It was an Love absolute it. pleasure. Thanks for it. coming. Hey, well, not a bad one. That was fantastic. I can't wait. Yeah, no, you can't wait to, to get I in mean, a bit yeah, of superflora. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Experts Podcast. That was just one listener, Dr. Josephine Muir, coming on and being a part of the show. Yeah. If you've had some experiences, have you done well We'd with, love to hear about it. it. Please let us know yep. as what jo- uh, Josephine's just done. And, um, yeah, you could be part of the Experts Podcast as well. But until next week, we look forward to having your company then. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.